episode number 161 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, you, you, you've got a, uh, you're looking awful dapper there. I don't know what's what's looking more dapper, that Christmas jumper of yours or that, uh, that hand, oh, that handlebar moustache. It's a Star Wars jumper. Yeah, thank you, sir. Oh, it's Lord. a Star Wars Christmas jumper. <laughs> handlebar moustache, goodness, that's, uh, yeah, that. isn't that you bad? Need, you need to get a handlebar moustache. You need to get rid of the, the hair and the, the chin, get rid of the stuff on your cheek there, whatever that is, and just get that good old, Color in a little bit so it looks like a, you know, a good Another old one, yeah. a, a lemmy, a lemmy, a lemmy uh, motorhead handlebar moustache. That's that sounds uh, the sort of the what women would dream for. I'm not, I'm not sure they would, but I, I'll, I'll give it a good shot. But anyway, well, Kyle, look, luckily first you're, thing, you're face for the podcast, so you're fine. I am indeed a face for the podcast, but listeners, it's been a long time no here. We've been. With just, I don't even know what it has been, Kyle. What is it, six weeks? Seven six weeks? Week, seven weeks. It's been, I mean, you know, the amount of complaints we're getting through the, the Gmail account, it's just, it's gone <laughs> bizarre, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I think that, do you know what was really interesting? I saw a lot of people, it's that time of year where people start sharing their like end of year things, like all that. Brace yourself, folks, for the Strava year summaries. That's coming soon from every, every man and his oh. dog. But the, I saw a lot of people did that with like Spotify, what I've listened to this year and my top podcasts. And a few people shared their top threes. And we were we were number two or number three in a few people's. And our, some of our rivals outdid out us. And I'm sure it's just because we've not put out as much content. Exactly. So I think that even if you listen to all TRS content this year, you couldn't. That's, that's what's blocking us back. So thank you, listeners, for staying with us, uh, yeah. even in our, in our gap. Yeah, I mean, we you know we we did say the last time when there was a little gap. Oh, we're back again. We'll we'll, we'll have an episode every week. But we, uh, you know, there's there's no the, the the passion's still there, folks. TRS will remain. Um, we just uh, we we feel like after two and a half years, we we still need to have our own little bit of downtime as well. well uh, do, you know, do you know what it is, Kyle? I and I um I uh, this is something I I think is a I don't know where I heard this but I heard it years ago and I really I think it's spot on is I think you can do you can juggle three things at once properly in life and if that and I think at the that in December clearly I mean clearly you think of everything that you've got the basics family you've got yeah. work and then the third one if you start throwing in you're either on your side race directing or or we're doing or just training for a race going and hold a year away I was away that Actually, the time, free time to do this is just catch up with us. So uh, I think that I actually got, if I'm honest, 2020, I think wasn't, okay, it was a bit of a shitter of a year with the COVID, but I yeah. had so much free time in my hands. That I got used to, we were podcasting, no worries. This year has been just uh, a shitter of a year for other reasons. And it's just been like the timing, like the being, I think this, I'm an advocate, we're getting off, off running here, but I am not. I'm not loving this half in the office, half out of the office. I would rather be all in the office or all remote. And that I, uh, yeah. anyway, listeners, that I hope we hope that you're we hope that everything you guys are well. And uh, yeah, thank you for your patience. But we are we're going to endeavour to keep going more frequently. But it's just uh, yeah, the last six weeks have been alpha busy. But we're going to talk about why they've been busy. Oh, so we are. Eh? <laughs> we've been. Uh, why? Why have we been busy, Tom? <laughs> well, we've been. Well, you've been getting lost. I've been get. I've been getting injured. Uh, what else have we been doing? Um, uh, we've been getting ready for Christmas, organizing races, organizing races yeah. Um, trying to navigate our way back to the UK. Uh, yeah. so yeah, so there you go. I'm back in the UK as well. This is the first, we've, 
we're 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 two both in Scotland at the moment, which is cool. So yeah, we're uh we're a lot going on. But I I think the the most important thing certainly I've also been doing is watching athletics and watching the the Euros was fantastic. And what a treat! Kyle's been speaking to Megan Keith, so we're right. gonna have her on this week. We we are gonna have her on this week. But before we have her on, you're gonna have to listen. You have you're gonna have to get through us too in our our last few. Our, our last few weeks before you get to Megan Keith. Uh, so it's a bit like a drum roll. We're, we are the we are the drums right now, folks. So uh, so I, I want to, well, let's let's shift it over to you, Tommy. Um, I think you were the first one to to really do anything of note, um, you know, for, <laughs> for a while I... anyway. <laughs> or, or try to anyway. The, the, you, uh... the, the attempt was there. So tell the listeners, in, in case they, they've been probably hiding under they haven't been hiding under a rock we kind of have so yeah let's uh let's get you out your shell and you know let's break it down for us what what happened at valencia you know i think this is exactly how i described uh amsterdam but it was a i don't know if we've got a bleak bump but it was an effing disaster it was just if i take this is how long we have since it was two weeks ago actually i and so if i roll back i'm going to go back Six weeks, so pretty much after we recorded, I went. I was in. I was in the south of France. So three weeks before the race, I was down in the south of France, and I had a, or four weeks before the race actually. And I was. Uh, I was with work. Anyway, I went to the track. My knee wasn't great that week, and I was like, mm, "This is a bit awkward." And then classic idiot runner, I was like, I'm, "I've got a session to do. I'm going to three by two k. I'm going to bash through it." Knee didn't feel good on this first set. On the first rep, stopped, stretched it off. Wasn't great, but well, maybe felt a bit better. I kept going, and then so I'd done two by two k, and I was yeah. like, you know, I can't stop. I can't, I can't quit the session. So I'll keep going. I never got any better. And during the cool, I was pretty sore, and I was like, this is not so good. Anyway, the next, but I thought, well, I've had a bit. It's just probably AK. I'll stretch off. It'll be fine. It's been like this a whole block. Then the next morning, for the first time, it was sore walking. I was like, oh, this is not so good. Took a couple of days off. Ran the weekend, still sore. Uh, and then I got to a point where I was kind of easy, able to kind of easy run through it and, and anyway I ended up like didn't do basically the two weeks prior to the race I did very little running I did like 40 kilometers a week just easy running no sessions uh, tried taping it I was doing I was in the gym doing squats deadlifts trying to really fight. I think I'm convinced it's the glute anyway I, I knew I, I knew my heart hearts so I wasn't going to I wasn't going to complete the race I certainly wasn't going to go out and race the race it which is really frustrating because I feel like I was in quite ah. shape but um, anyway, hotel paid, flights paid, the club's going, so of course yeah, I'm going. And I thought about not, I thought about not starting the race actually, and I thought, well, this. I went to get pick up my bib and stuff. And I was like, this is a pretty cool race. It's the Valencia Marathon. It's an ace finish. If I can even just run it in like three hours, three fifteen, whatever, I'll get around. I'll do it. So anyway, I did. I went on race day. I lined up, um, and it was just not good. And I started running it like. Seven minute miling wasn't so good. Uh, picked up a little bit to see if speed would help. Didn't help. Slowed down. Didn't help. And it got worse and worse. And it got to the point where I didn't go deep into pain, but I just thought this is getting worse. And I was like, this is. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to finish this race. I'm only going to do damage. So I stopped again. And it's just honestly, it's yeah. so disheartening. Another yeah. DNF. And I'm like, I felt the the other thing it reflected. I was thinking to myself, once you've DNF'd a race once, it's far too easy to do it a second round, or yeah. in my case, a third time. I'm like, this is not the second marathon of DNF. I'm like, is that really, it's just depressing. And it's really, I don't know what the, the problem is. Like, what is it? They say the definition of insanity is when you do the same thing and expect to get different results. And I, I get, and I've probably done that. I've just done, I've trained, I've 
I've done a sort of token gesture exercises. I need to get better at that. I've clearly got some imbalance. It's not, there's something there that's not right. So um, anyway, super disappointing because I felt like I was getting, running into some shape. So I've taken two weeks off uh, and uh, I started running again yesterday. It's not great, actually. I don't know what, and I'm really trying to work this single, work my left glute. I think that's part of it. Um, and hopefully I get a physio point when I get back to Paris. I, I, the other thing was we were coming back to UK, so I didn't want to get a... I'll come to the Langland story when we're out there and just got the positive test, but I didn't want to get a... I didn't want to get, go and see a physio. I was trying to isolate a bit before we came back to make sure we yeah. passed the PCR and stuff and get back, but I'm just... Uh, I'm not going to dwell on it too much because it's on here because it's just uh, very frustrating. But yeah, there, I got a lot of thank yous very much. A lot of listeners reached out with some very nice messages, which was very... Always appreciative. Sorry, I didn't reply to them. Um, I was a, I was a bit gutted about it, but I am going to I'm going to go again. I don't know where, I don't know when, but I'm going to go again. So uh, such is life. But it was a uh, it was just it's just um, super frustrating. Super frustrating. What can you do? Uh, I don't know what to say, Tom. I don't know what to say. It's uh, I feel I feel like we could just sort of reinsert the the, the last marathon episode and just. <laughs> just yeah. to save the bother of it. but it's uh i mean you know you, you you went out you had a holiday Fiona exactly, was out there. yeah it's you know it's <clears throat> great suppose. city great event i will go back it's not tarnished event i'll go back and do blends again it's a cool race really cool place yeah. um so uh, well anyway such is life and I, do you know if it'd been like if it'd been it's weird how these marathons, the, a big goal race, if it had been, honestly, if it had been like the Valencia half, I probably wouldn't have been lined up. If it had been, so you know, a local 10K, I wouldn't have lined up. So it's, it's. I think I'm, I was, I knew I wasn't going to finish it and I know I wasn't going to PB. So I kind of think that tape, that dampened the point a little bit. But, I've, got, um, I've got a question. Um, you, you need, it's the same pain that you've been experiencing in the past. Now you got to a reasonable, decent level when you did that. Yeah, uh, it's not 22. half marathon. The twenty k. Yeah, yeah. Like, so why, you know, why, why did you get in a decent shape? That's a half marathon of. That's a very good, good question. Of that are very decent, yeah. like a decent pace. Why are you getting pain? Why didn't you get pain then, and you're now getting pain again in the run up to the marathon? Like, what's uh Yeah. I wonder whether you know issues yeah. in the run up to that. I, I don't know. Do you know what? It's one of those things that I can kind of manage it on a knife edge. Once it goes, it's gone. And I don't know if it's, I don't know what it, it feels. I mean, it's a discomfort right in the front of the knee. I wonder whether it's a, I don't know, a tracking issue or something. I don't know. But I, I think it's definitely like when I, the, the, all the, the, the sort of visuals I've seen in the last couple of years, the consistent feedback has always been your left glute is not working. So I need to get it working. And like, uh, I'm doing like, even like the, the sort of I mean again it's too little too late isn't it but the three weeks before the race I was really hot on exercises really trying to get things moving um I think it was just too little too late but I'm, anyway my, I'm 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 working on a plan and how and what how I'm going to approach it better um yeah but I mean you know it's just it's just a race although there's there's a there's enough there's enough um other races that will come around and it is uh exactly. it's just one of those ah. things so. But um, the what was quite—I mean—the entertaining thing was that there was. A, I actually wore my TRS shorts, so at least ah. they got—they got a bit of a bit of air time. Um, yeah, we had right to the stake now. <laughs> no, no, I, I did say to that feeling. She was like, "You sure you want to wear them?" Because I—I'd said to her, "There's like a fifty percent chance this is not going to go to not the plan." And she said, "I said no. Nah, honestly, I think I'm good to rep them. So at least if I get a picture of that in the race, I've got them with TRS shorts on." 
Um, and it was cool. It was cool to be out there. I'm, and I, I'm, I'm. Uh, do you know what my biggest frustration? My frustration. I, I was ready to not run well, not run fast. I really wanted to finish, even whatever the time. Yeah. But my frustration is, it's always the same when you're injured, and anyone who's been injured knows this. It's, it's a standard. Is I just like running, and I like I like going out and hitting a hard session, even if it doesn't go so well, but being able to bury yourself. And my frustration is, now I'm like, I've two weeks without running. First week I decided to take off. Second week I had a terrible cold. And, yeah. which wasn't Omicron and uh, I was just like I'm, I'm just like now really frustrated I'm like I was, it ran easy the last couple of days it's a bit sore and I'm thinking all I want to do is run yeah. <laughs> all, I want, all I want to do and again everyone who's injured knows this all I want to do is train like a dog and bury myself on race day and be judged accordingly and, get, and that's the big frustration um, yeah. anyway it's, it, will, uh, it will it will all come good in the end I'm sure so. it will it will. I think the the fact that you've recovered and you've done, you've had some quite decent performances off very little training, in terms of the build up, is is quite encouraging. So yeah, I think you just have to like take the the positives from these setbacks you've been having. But yeah, just reset. It's a good time to reset. You know, I'm I'm speaking to a lot of the the guys I'm coaching, and it's like just reset. You know, don't don't bury yourself just now. You've got nothing. You know, just to have just have a couple of weeks off and just and that's what I'm doing with my training at the moment. I'm just like after my event, I had uh, my Medida the sham shambolic event. Or I mean, I wouldn't say it was shambolic. No, was, let's go. Let's go to that then, because this is this is the comedy that the listeners want. Is <laughs> not not me. Uh, this sort of annual sad fest for me on the. On a, on a DNF and a marathon. Let's hear about the hilarity that is Madeira. Well, we happened to look around the you know Europe and thought, right, we want to go on holiday. Oh, Madeira. No, I'm like, oh, Madeira looks good. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's book this place. Oh, Debbie happens to be a racer on the same week. <laughs> it was a thunker. Eh? <laughs> I'm sure a lot of runners just now are like, yeah, yeah, choose choose a country and uh, and and you know make sure that your your destination on that given date also has a race as well so uh so i ended up it was a 50k there was different distances it was a 15 25 50k and a, a uh, 100k uh, all at different times um but a lot of the races go in the same course um so so i was kind of like well we'll do the 100 nah it's probably a bit too far when you look at the elevation profile, <laughs> holy moly. <laughs> I, I mean, my my training in the build-up was doing 15% treadmill reps for 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe going up the, you know, a couple of hills around uh, around Afford. So it was it was very little in terms of uh, a, a training block, but but I've not really stopped running. I've just been, I've just like after the Obviously, did that twenty-four hour race, which really didn't happen. Um, and then I, before that, I did the the Anglo Celtic hundred k, which I was I was quite happy about in terms of my third place there. Uh, but since then, I've just been enjoying my running, like kind of probably what you're saying, like a little bit about you know people who are injured. They you know you 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 kind of when you're injured, you re- you realize why you run sometimes. You know why you like it so much, and it's maybe not all about winning races. It's sometimes just about the feeling of running and the, the feeling you get from going out for a run in, in the outdoors and the trails in the autumn and, you know, in the winter, you know, the winter wonderland uh, and come back with a good sweat or you come back and you've done a really good session and, you know, and, and so I've, I've just been just really just 
enjoying running, not having any structure, but just keeping keeping things bubbling away, which has been quite therapeutic. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so getting to the race, 50k, I thought, 50k, ah, that'll be fine. <laughs> so I get I get up at 6 a.m. in the morning. Well, that was I didn't get up because that was the start of the race. I got up at about 3 a.m. in the morning to travel the other side of the island in Medina, uh, which is a fantastic place for trails. Unbelievable place. Really, really cheap to get over from Scotland. I mean, it was like 50, 60 pound return for all of us to go there. Uh, and really, yeah, and like the, the villa wow. was the villa wasn't it was a lovely villa over like sea view for the week. It was like 500 pounds for like three bedrooms and, and a swimming pool. It was amazing. Uh, wow. so which you know, you know, money is relative, it's it's all relative that that cost, but it was what we thought was quite reasonable priced. Um, so yeah, like. And then, yeah, we, I just enjoyed the week. And then at the end of the week, I had this race. I was just like, you know, eating, drinking, but just doing it as a fun run. But but you know what happens when you do a fun run? You say it's a fun run, you start racing. It's not a fun run anymore, folks. Don't just say it's a fun run when it isn't. Because <laughs> I, 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 at six, the, everyone went off and, uh, and it was literally the first mile was just, it was, well, the first five kilometers to six kilometers was just, a mile uphill that was it. a mile you had to wow. actually get to 1600 meters so it was a big climb in the dark with a head torch but like i saw like rats and i think there were rats something running past me a couple of times on the trail uh but i was lying in about third place and then like i get to the top of the hill and uh i'm like i'm feeling quite good you know i'm i'm, I'm really enjoying this this is great and uh it was quite misty at the top. It was a bit colder. It was about eight degrees, but it was you're quite warm because you had to really just push on up the this big, big hill. Uh, but then I got to like this sign and I uploaded the GPX on my watch, uh, the 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 route. So I, I was like, well, I'll just go. I saw two a sign saying 15k and a 25k. All mm-hmm. oh, right, but that's it. And I knew there was obviously there's a 50k and a 100k. So I assumed. And fifty percent more than that would have went straight on, which they did. So I went straight on, and then my watch said, "Oh, you're off course." And then I was like, "That's weird." Uh, there wasn't a sign to go right. Um, and then I was back on course, like uh, about 150 meters later. So I was like, oh, <laughs> "You dancer." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh well, bubbling away, you know," and in my element, third place. And I was like, "I'm not." I, I'm running quite well just now. Why can I not see second of like at least second place? How far um, was this? How far was that that sign? It was like only about eight k in. All oh, right, God. I, uh, and so so I, I get to the first aid station. I thinking it was the first aid station. I go, what place am I? Oh, you're in third place. I thought, ah, okay, that makes sense. But uh, the first meal is about an hour ahead of you. I thought an hour ahead. It's only been about. 15 kilometers. I mean, I'm slow, but I'm not that slow. And I was like, I was so confused. Like, oh, you've got a decent, you've got a solid third place. You you just hold on, you'll be absolutely fine. And I thought, what? Okay. Makes doesn't make any sense, but you know, maybe they just don't know what race I'm in or something. Uh, maybe they think I'm in like the hundred K or the 10 or 15 K or I don't know. Um mm-hmm. then I kept going and I was like, I'm still not, I'm feeling really good. I'm running really well here. <laughs> Which completely baffled me. I'm like, fucking hell, why, why are we not catching up with anyone there? Where are they? And then I, 
And then I got to the, like, I was 30K and I was like, I had a couple of wobbles, but I was taking selfies and shit like that, you know, just like enjoying the, 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 the experience. You know, I was like, I'm here to enjoy this amazing scenery. You know, the trails were beautiful. I was above the clouds. It was absolutely stunning. Um, so, yeah, I was like having a bit of fun with it. And, and, and I thought, you know, if, uh, I can't see anyone behind me, so I can't see anyone in front of me, so I'll just settle for third. Uh, and then um, I got to like the next, the, the last aid station. Well, I thought it was the last, yeah, 40K aid station. 48k aid station mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm like oh right i'm getting, getting tired now and i was like, oh you're winning it you're winning it and i'm like can't be winning it like i've not passed the first and second place and i was like oh no you definitely are i was like no i'm not yes you are i'm like no i'm not i'm like <laughs> i'm having this little argument with this with the with the the, the, the marshals and and uh and i was like no nah, i've gone the wrong way something's up here because this is i've only done 40k <laughs> in my watch and uh this is like and then there's a sign saying this is 48 kilometers i thought oh no uh so i look at my watch i look at the gpx and i met i looked at i could you can actually see where you've ran on the on the route you've you've uploaded mm. and I, I saw me just cutting that little corner you know at 200 meters when I was off course. So yeah. there's a little loop, there's an eight kilometer loop there, which I completely didn't go on. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I was like, oh no, this is a nightmare. You know, it's not even like I can go back to do it because I'm like five hours into the race and it's at the start of the race and it's only oh, these yeah. stuff. Um, so I'm like, oh, what did I do? Uh, so I'm like, shit. And then the guy who was behind me, he comes in and he's like, the guy's like, well, oh, you're in second place. Like, he's not in second place. He's, he's gone the <laughs> wrong way too. And, and so there was an Irish guy. I've got, God, his name's Gavin. Uh, I think it's Gavin. He's an Irish guy, but he uh, he basically, he followed, he, he, he did exactly what I did. He didn't, there was no 50K or 100K sign, so he assumed it was straight on. So I had to give him the bad news that you've gone the wrong way, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brutal. I Gavin Hennigan. I've got him. I'm looking at the various Strava segments and and what the yeah. people who did the race. Yeah. So so yeah, he did the same thing, and and that was it. It was like the walk of shame back down to the the you know the finish line, but it was a big big drop to get back down. Um, but basically, when I went back down, you know, I didn't go. I could have pretended I won it, and no one would have known. There would be none the wiser <laughs> until they looked at the the timing mats and realised I've I've yeah. not gone past uh, aid station one. Um, but yeah, I, the, the race director basically put his hands up and said they assigned a they, they assigned someone to go up and mark put all the signs up the fifteen twenty five hundred fifty k and hundred k, but they only put the fifteen and twenty five k signs up. Uh, which basically meant that more than half the field went the same way I did. <laughs> so I think uh, that's that is you. That's a bit disappointing from a race of that size. I know. And I guess the problem is it's annoying that it was when I look at the map, it's a little out a little loop that that your watch, of course, is back on track as you say after 150 meters. Yeah. So when when I, when you said you you went the wrong way, I was like, well, I didn't realize it was that early either. I, but I didn't know either. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah. I thought, which was maybe a good thing, because if I knew I went the wrong way and I was like, I did an extra mile, I would have probably been a little bit like gutted and 
I wouldn't enjoy the event as much because I'm having to really push to try and catch up time again. Um, so, you know, me, me, Billy Big Bar, is thinking he's in third place all the way around. And I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually in no man's land. Uh, it was, was quite, quite good to know that because I wouldn't have been able to do anything about it. Like, even if it was maybe 5k, I mean, I could have ran back, but yeah. Mm. But they, I mean, the good thing was, I mean, I wasn't there for the race, you know, as many runners were there to do the race. That was the reason they went over. I went over for a holiday to reset, recharge my batteries, get some vitamin D and spend time with the family. Oh, and there happened to be a race. So I wasn't that gutted about it, you know. I, I did, you know, getting a phone and phone and Debbie and saying, oh, I went the wrong way, like <laughs> waiting for the raft for her to say. But she was the same. It's like, you're not here to, you know, you can't control that. You know, you can't exactly. control. You did all you could. You had your GPX up. You thought you were to go straight on. Your GPX said, the take home for me was to, you know, if you're unsure, if you do go off route, then maybe just, you know, click the, the button where, even that, I mean, you, you could have had a map, but it's that sort mm. of race was, you thought. Of. I mean, do you know what? The, 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 the saddest thing was that the race route was actually really well marked. Was um, it? it was like every 150 metres was a, 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 te- a, a marking. So it was just a simple error, a simple mistake not to put up the 50 and 100k uh, signage, that's tough. which you know it's just a silly it just shows you, you know as a race organizer some little things can make mean you know can be a bit of a catastrophe you know but uh but hey ho it's uh I, I was other than that you know i was um i was really happy and i've been back into running again i did the knock do night race last week which was I quite exciting it was uh a pound entry, and uh, and and uh, I felt amazing. I felt I had a great race. I was really happy with how it went. I was bouncing about the trails in the dark, and I was like, "Oh, I think I've got some form." So the last sort of few weeks, I've been doing like really short, short, sharp kind of sessions, like two hundreds, four hundreds kilometers. I've not really been doing that much tempo running or that much long runs, but I've just been you know, just enjoying it. And I think it's, it's making, giving me a little bit of speed and, and a bit more power back. So I'm going to continue that trend now and just, uh, yeah, just sort of build for next year. Mm. You can always tell when Carl's in good shape because he doesn't put anything on Strava. I don't, I, I don't, do you know what? It's not because I'm, oh, what are people going to say if I don't put my, if I put my eight by a kilometers and I'm running them at three, whatever. I don't, I don't wear my watch. I've stopped wearing my watch. I wear it. I wear it now and again, but I don't. I can't. I can't be arsed. Why'd you, why you wear it? Why'd you wear it? Why'd you wear it? A hill race then? Because it. Because I like to compare for. Because it's like a, a almost like a time trial. So if I, I did it like, a, 2015 was the last time I did that race, um, and if I was to do it again, then I can like, you know, see what time I can do and see where I was or get a com as well. You know, I've got mm, to get a okay. com. I did get a com because Hamish Battle. He did it many years ago, and and I think he was. He like got the call. Five <laughs> seconds ahead of me, the the Barmy is. He was doing the race as well, so uh, mm. it was good to. So I see know. that you you spanked him. Well, he, you know, he was. Uh, he, he gave me a good run for his money. You um, spanked him. You spanked him. I think he'd be happy to. He knowing him, he'd be happy to to, to take that. I think. The results speak. The results speak for themselves. The, the good old alien versus predator. Uh, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> You're the alien that time. Well, that's good. That's good to see you back racing locally, getting the local races in, getting a bit of hill racing. 
Head towards action. It was. It was really. It's refreshing. I like these little races you get. I think it's good for the soul. And um, but I I don't know what I'm going to do next year yet. Still have to think about. It. I've got a couple of ideas. So have you declared uh, interest for the ACP? Yeah, uh, I need to do that. That's by Wednesday. What's what's okay. the date? It's Tuesday day, isn't it? Uh, it's Monday today. Yeah, Monday, I, saw, right. I saw. I was. <laughs> yeah, I always this time of year you forget what day of the week it is. Yeah, I had a look because I was I was looking about on um earlier on Scottish Athletics just, just to catch up on some news and I noticed that they were making a last call for names. So I wondered if you were. I I assumed that you, Jason, and Chris surely are all going for it again. I I would think so. Like I, I mean, Dude, it's in Perth, mate, we know we it's in Perth. We know it's your strong distance. Yeah, honestly, what I I, I would turn that around to you and say, why wouldn't you? Well, that's a good idea. Yeah, why wouldn't I? I don't know. I think like, especially this this year would be a yeah yeah. I think I think it's I, I, so, I suppose no it's travel the, issues. Yeah, true. I shouldn't. Uh, yeah, I think so. I'll see if I get in the team. You know. Well, I think I think that's uh, I think that's uh, that's well nothing. You never know till you're chosen. But I think I think you've got. You might think if I go the wrong way in races these days, then. But that, might... that's the but that, surely that is another reason to do it. You can't possibly go the wrong way when you're lapping the inches in Perth. Nah, I mean I've done it before, so I know the route <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's um, yeah. that's interesting. I was I was uh, I was looking at races for myself next year. I came ac- I'm not going to do an ultra just just to, just to make sure that's out there. I came across a couple of hundred um, Ks in France. Actually, I was going to send you away. See if oh, send them over. I'll. I'll we've, got, um, we've got a trip uh, lined up to go to Disneyland soon. Nice. Well, we don't know when, but once things. Uh, good, up, good, good, good luck into France. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to become a resident. As you say, I'm. It's uh, thank goodness for my residence card. Otherwise, I'm not sure I'd be getting back in. It's, uh, <laughs> you might not get back in, eh? Oh, maybe God. not. Yeah, God, not, yeah. Aye. But uh, no, it's interesting. Well, I was pleased to see you back at Madeira. Obviously, I knew that you were going to be doing it. Um, but it's good because after it's always I, I, again having never done an ultra, I don't know what goes through the mind. But after the, I know that the 24 hour didn't quite go the way you wanted to. I know it wasn't an a race and you hadn't gone for it. But it's good to see that the that you're still keen to lace up for these big distances. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, the other good thing is, um, you know, like I've been inspired by like the race series I've had as well, you know, all, mm. watching all these ultra runners do like the Murray Way ultra series. And there was a Dava Way 50k in November as well, which we even since then, we haven't had a, a chance to. Re- we haven't. Yeah, we haven't. I know. That, um, which again, you know, was the probably the flagship other than the space sideways, probably the flagship race of the year for, for me anyway, in terms of the, the popularity of it. And we had uh, just under 300 runners taking part, which was phenomenal. You know, I never thought we would ever get that amount of interest for, for an ultra in Murray, which is, you know, up in the, the Northeast. Um, so yeah, I, I, firstly, you know, just a huge, Thank you to everyone who who helped. Marshall volunteer. I mean, there's a, a fantastic list of uh, helpers who who made it go so smoothly um, for the runners. And yeah, and also you know, well done to all the runners for uh, taking part in this event. And yeah, it was just a great event overall. I mean, we got like made it. As I said, we got like a little orange carpet, you know, and uh, we got we just made the finish line a bit more of a kind of festival atmosphere, and it certainly like it it, it kind of lined up to that to that expectation. So now nah, I was buzzing, 
absolutely buzzing. Then we you know we treated the um the volunteers for a wee meal afterwards and uh, the Indian went for a wee pub crawl and uh which is the, the the pubs are the pubs are for us, you know. There's only a couple, mind you, but nonetheless, a uh, pub crawl still still class as a pub crawl. Um, yeah, quite right. So yeah, it was good. Um, so yeah, we also had uh, Sarah Scarf as well. So she was she was uh, she was there. She was taking part in there. Who's really Sarah take, Scarf? She's um, they're the organisers of the back the backyard ultra in Orkney. Oh, of course, twat. yeah, that's right, yeah. She twat. was she reached out to us on Instagram, yeah. Yeah, so um, I said we'll get her on the show to chat all things uh, Backyard Ultra Ooh. and Twat, so... That'd be good. Um, but yeah, the, let's go back to the race, just an amazing race. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to have launched the next year's event series, the Murray Way Ultra Series again. Um, everything's exactly the same events, um, but we've added a relay format this year to the Murray Way 100. Mm. So um, it's basically just a you can a team of a team of four. Uh, they all do two legs of various distances. So yeah, have a look on the the Murray Way Ultras website um, for the kind of description of it all. Um, and uh, yeah, if you fancy getting involved, then sign up. So mm. there you go. Um, but yeah, it's basically you know it's, there's there's different legs. You've got twelve different legs that basically add up to the hundred miles of what the Murray Way is, um, and it starts and finishes in Forest, and it's on the twenty fifth of June, twenty twenty two, and uh, yeah, obviously last that it was that that the, the last event in June this year was a Murray Coastal one, which was the day after. Logan was Lennox. Lennox was born, so there won't be any of that this year. That's for sure. Uh-huh. Very good. Um, yeah. So there you go. That's uh, yeah. Have a look, and if you fancy getting involved, or you want more information, just yeah, hit, hit me up a message and I'll give you some more info. The one thing that's happened as well since we've been gone is that there's obviously cross country has really come back, and we'll get we'll get to the Megan Keith interview. But I've I've got to say I've been a bit. Um, I've uh, I felt my sort of juices wetting of not or appetite wetting if you like juices flowing about not being able to um, about the excitement across country. I've been quite frustrated not to be able to get stuck into the Scottish League. I'm looking to get into the some French cross country in the new year, but um, nice, it's been great. It's been great, and I guess uh, for me with a biased hat on, it was awesome to see uh, some of the results. Maybe we'll touch some results later on. But Metro Aberdeen men's team bronze medalist at East District Cross. Oh, to, I know. Uh, the club marches on, so that was that was really cool to see. They're really good to see those lads doing well. But just generally, like, great to see the. It's good to see those races back. I was. I really wish I could get more involved. I, I could be back uh, at those races because they're such good events, and especially like the, um, the really formats great. The 4K, which is which happens since we're on, you can see like Laura Muir and that out. So, yeah, it's cool. Um, it's really cool, and I think there's a. The, I don't think it, it's going to be difficult for me to get back, but I'd love to come back for the national. Love to run the national cross this year um, back at Calendar. Hopefully, they, hopefully we don't see any silly rules or restrictions coming that stop that happening. Ah, oh, yeah, here's hoping. Eh? Um, well, well, we'll 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 pick up a few, a couple of results from that, um, and uh, yeah, can chat about them as well. But talking about cross country, I think this is a, a pertinent time to bring it over to Megan Keith, who, if, as I said, as we said earlier, you know, if you've been living under a rock, 
then you just crack on. But we're going to, you know, those folk who have, here is uh, the one and only Megan Keith from the horse's mouth to chat all things uh, being what it's like to be a European cross-country champion. So here is Megan Keith. So we are absolutely delighted to have the one and only European cross-country under-20 champion, Megan Keith, on the show for the second time. This is, uh, yeah, this is it's great to gra- gra- not actually grab you, but get a hold of you virtually to uh, come on Tartan Running Shorts. So, but most importantly, we're saying just before we started recording, um, you know, you've you've gone from such a high level from TRS Run of the Year to to now the European cross country champion. I mean, there's, you know, there, I suppose there isn't much light, light and day between them, those, both of those accolades, but. Exactly, uh, exactly. I yeah. think winning the Euros is great, but I must have peaked last year winning TRS. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we, are, we are actually doing another one this year, but it's, uh, yeah, but there's obviously there's Olympics, but I think uh, you'll, you'll definitely be in prime position, no doubt again. So uh-huh. um, I'll have to rally my voters. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> But well, let's kind of we don't want to hold you as much uh, as long as as we did before because you know as as I said you probably be no doubt inundated with requests for interviews and appearances and stuff uh, and you know TRS doesn't have that much of a budget anymore so uh, <laughs> we we sold all our shorts and we haven't got any more shorts back but I no. will say we we Tom and I discussed um, we do have some held back in there. Uh, we were wanting to 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 give you a pair of tartan running shorts to wear. Oh, um, whoa! So, uh, so <laughs> offline, we'll get your address and we'll we'll be sending a pair of TRS shorts uh, over to you, Megan. So lovely. Yeah, I think that was actually the winning prize for TRS Run of the Year. So. Ah, <laughs> oh, so just a little bit slow getting to me. <laughs> Very exciting. That's it. So yeah, I mean, well, let's get straight into it. So European champion, Megan. How does that feel? Oh crazy i'm just about wrapping my head around it now but i still can't quite work out what happened last sunday so um yeah i can't i still can't quite believe it it's uh it was phenomenal to watch i mean i was i was organizing a santa run at the time but uh i watched the highlights and you were just you looked so dominant it was just amazing to watch the yeah i I was like I, I, I mean, don't take this in the wrong way, but you 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 run slightly with your mouth open. I'm sure you don't. You know that. Um, but it looked, that's what I was like when I was watching. I was like, this is amazing. I was like, oh my god, this is. Like- yeah, I don't think I got. I've been told that a lot of times this week, but it was actually I had. I was just coming off the back of a, of a cold, so oh, my yeah. nose is completely locked <laughs> oh, up. No. So mouth breathing was the only option. Jeez, <laughs> oh, well, you need to have colds more often, then. Eh? No, exactly. <laughs> that was. I actually, I came home a week and a half before Euros because everyone seemed to start getting this bug in my holes. So I I hoped I would avoid it. I didn't have it bad, but um, there's no getting away from the uni germs. Oh, no, not at all, no. See, I I mean, it must have been, before we even go into the race, it must have been a bit of a challenge just to get to the start line healthy. You know, obviously you were were just recovering from a cold, but... I mean, you know, having ensuring that you're not going to catch COVID and because it's mm. just rife at the moment and, you know, just getting the travel to get to the event. OK, it was in it wasn't that far to go, but 
I mean, you know, I was in Ireland and for for the race, and it's still it's it's still a bit of a hectic, uh, you know, journey to get there, isn't it? Yeah, so, no, it felt like... like it was a bit of a miracle that everyone uh, yeah. the event happened and we all made it out there because the COVID test. I think we we had to do a lateral flow every day that week, and I was yeah. sure that would have taken a few people out, but the whole yeah. team managed to make it and. I think everyone seemed to avoid COVID all out there. So it kind of can't ask much more than that oh, in the current yeah. circumstances. <laughs> Were you like celebrating at the start line before you even had Pretty much. Anyway. I was kind of like, you always want to have the mentality that it's going to go ahead. So that's kind of what you're thinking when you're training. But at the same time, I back, in the back of my mind, I was thinking like, how on earth can this event go ahead? Yeah. Like with people all over Europe when like cases were as they were so no it's yeah. quite something we got to do it <laughs> that's amazing and and obviously you know aside from you know having you know the setback with the cold then um, how are you feeling kind of you know how was the run-up with your training how was everything going with your training and your you know your your uni life and um you know what, what was that like going into the event did you have much expectation or did you feel you were in a good place or um like- I mean everything pretty much went as perfect as it could until I got my cold but that was quite nice because I started when things were going well and I was doing well in races over here and I was beginning to think like oh maybe a medal could be possible yeah and then I got my cold and I was like ah no 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 (laughs) (laughs) who am I kidding um and then I started like the week before running up to the event there was all these like Instagram like things where people were uploading predictions and I got put into a couple of them which were I was like oh my gosh this is crazy and then the night before there was this one um which kind of threw me a little bit but you had just taken your stride where I was predicted to win (laughs) and I was thinking what is this it was some Instagram account and I was just thinking what are these people on but (laughs) and I didn't really think about it again but no it was kind of something I hadn't (laughs) do you think that like fueled your your sort of um your your run you know your desire to to run better or was it more of a set not a setback but did it you know seeing the knowing that there's people out there who think you've got the the prospect of of winning a medal of of any color did that give you any confidence or was that more like oh my god it definitely did it definitely like knowing that knowing that people think you've got it got it in use quite yeah. is a nice feeling but seeing someone thinking I was gonna win it I was just I thought that was just a complete <laughs> ah, like exactly what what are they <laughs> they've obviously had a little bit much to drink or something but there you go <laughs> um but no I wasn't really thinking about that when I was out there um but no it was it was just quite cool <laughs> that is cool yeah yeah so like obviously you know you get to the you, you, is this your first was this this isn't your first cap is it for GB or is it no, um, I was at Euros two years ago. Yeah, thought it was, then, yeah, it was two years ago. Um, yeah. In the summer, but yeah. yeah. Was... So you, you had the experience of, you know, wearing the GB kit and, you know, the whole formalities of it all. And yeah, yeah. And obviously, you know, couple that with wearing face masks and PCR tests. It's a bit of a challenge, no doubt. Um, but but yeah, so when, when you, you know, get into the start line, um, you know, having that sort of confidence, you know, the gun goes off, um, you know, how can I talk us through the race from from your set of eyes yeah it was a bit of a bit of a crazy start because it was kind of a downhill start straight and then like probably less than 200 meters in we did a complete u-turn um so we knew it was going to be a chaotic start and it was just about staying on the feet so um I was somewhere 
very mid-pack like after two three hundred meters because of that and then um but I knew I knew I could take my time like working my way up so um I was just all about trying to kind of keep it keep it a lid on it for the first the first lap and a bit and then suddenly I found myself at the front so it kind of it all went a bit apart after that but um yeah I (laughs) after that to be honest I don't really know what what was what happened in my head I think I knew um there were so many I don't know if it's like this every year and I just hadn't really concentrated on who else was in the field but there were so many girls with fast 1500 meter times this year Uh like there were a few kind of four ten four twelve girls in there which is mental so I knew if I wanted a chance of like coming top five I needed to string it out um so I was I made sure I worked hard on the hills but it's funny because I got told afterwards that because I was leading the race people assumed I must have thought I could win Ah, because I was at the front but really I was at the front because I thought if I can like make it hard and then three or four people come past me I'll have a top five instead of being out kicked by half the half the race so um, that was kind of the thought process behind it but then it added did better than that so there you go it must have been because like when you kicked like it wasn't really a kick as such it was just that you you pushed on Mm. across country you don't really kick do you You just you push on you know it's not really this snap the snap decision to change exactly exactly um, me and the german girl were kind of together with like a few meters lead i don't i wasn't no idea what was going on behind but that's what um it felt like and kind of we were already trying to kind of make it make it hard so it wasn't really it didn't feel like a change of speed at all but I think just getting to the hill kind of split it up a little bit so yeah and when did you like you know was there any was there a point where you were like oh yeah I think actually hold on I think um I think I've got a chance here, you know, like, because you had a big lead, you know, in the last sort of few hundred meters, you, you, you had a, a real gap. And um, was that, was that, did that ever still fit? You know, was it, was it only until the last 200 meters or were you like, oh, hold on, I, I'm going to really go for the win here? Or was that? No, because I never looked behind me. Uh-huh. I realized this, I didn't, it wasn't something I did on purpose. But I realized wow. afterwards that I just, I didn't look back once. Um, so the whole, the finishing straight, I was like, oh, maybe only one person will come past me and I'll win a medal still, or maybe two people and I'll get my medal. And then it was only when I made it to the line, yeah. because that straight went on forever. It was like slightly uphill oh, so and it felt so long. And it was only after I crossed the line, I was like, wait, nobody came past. What's happened here? Um, so yeah, that's it was amazing. just completely crazy. You know, that's hugely admirable because I'm sure you were the same. You always, I always got pelters for looking behind, you know, and it's just, no, it's maybe not as, People would say it's a sign of weakness. You know, you could say it's a way of pushing on a little bit more. But you clearly are such a gutsy runner that you don't have to look behind because you know all your effort and intensity is within you, rather than having to go. Oh, there's external factors yeah. that are coming to me. I need to go faster. You didn't have to do that, which I think is uh, a huge there's lesson. No, for like, the, there was no kind of thinking behind it. Like I wasn't having to tell myself not to look back. Yeah. I just knew there was no point. So I looked back. I wasn't going to be able to run any faster. So yeah, I mean, yeah. as well, just not waste the energy. <laughs> oh yeah. And so when you got to like when you realized I've got this, like what was I mean, you could see it in your face. It was just such an amazing moment for you and for running athletics in Scotland and certainly anyway and certainly the UK too. 
Uh, yeah, what was that like for you, just crossing the line? It was just complete shock. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I must have been a delirious for a few minutes afterwards, but I just kind of sat there on the ground with my mouth open, staring yeah. at people. So, um, yeah, I had to, a few people to come up to and tell me I'd won before I had, like, it fully sunk in and then um all the formalities after with the interviews and the drug testing and that kind of stuff yeah. you had a lot of time to sit and think about it but yeah. no after the line I don't really know what was going through my head but just craziness and shock <laughs> that's such a yeah such an amazing feeling and yeah I mean the GB did so well too you know and that must have there must have been a bit of a buzz within the team with with all you know the, the team doing so well but you know certainly year one was one of the most notable ones having the gold and um the under 23 guy who was that was that uh yeah um charles, charles. charles Hicks. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh, i was sad because um i got i got whisked away for the anti-doping i missed his race oh, and no. i missed the um, the mixed relay which yeah. apparently was another highlight of the day ah. apparently I was I actually I managed to watch it back but um apparently Alex Bell ran incredibly and I was so sad I was sitting in a, a room a few hundred meters away not able to oh, watch no, no so, there was definitely definitely a big GB buzz yeah yeah so so not only did you miss their races you basically you missed your own one because you were looking you weren't looking at anyone else other than yourself <laughs> <laughs> pretty much you know I didn't get too much spectating that day yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, afterwards, like, obviously your coach, Ross Cairns, and your dad, and your parents, and your family, like, what was, you know, how did you, did they, did they phone you, or did you phone them, or, you know, what were they like? They must have been um, <laughs> buzzing too. Took, it, yeah, no, they were definitely buzzing. It took a while to find them, because... Yeah. Um, were they all there, were they? Yeah, my mum, oh, my right. dad, my sister, and then Ross, um... Yeah. But I and my phone signal was so bad, so I tried to call my mom a few times. I couldn't hear her. And then we had all the podium, uh -huh. um, and then they were like stuck in the middle of the loop. So all the spectators were standing in the center, and then oh, there was no. so you couldn't just get across like you can in other cross country races. You had to wait till marshals let thousand people flood across the course. Oh. So they were stuck on the inside, and I was on the outside. Oh, I eventually cool. found them by accident on my way. Um, to anti-doping so yeah. um I managed it but by that point the the poor lady who was having to shadow me had been following me around for an hour and a half so I had to make <laughs> it very quick with my family because she was definitely losing her patience a little yeah. bit so yeah. and then I found them properly afterwards so yeah. it was nice but ah. you no know, it's just all of a all of a blur <laughs> yeah it must have been spe so special to have them there though like for such a you know to to be rain you know the, the champion and they must have yeah, oh, it must have been amazing. Yeah. Was it no, was definitely. Lucas there as well? Was he? No, no, just no. Ross. Um, yeah. it's funny. I actually spotted, even though I should have been in the zone, I spotted yeah. my mum, my dad, and my sister on the first bend because yeah. they were screaming so loudly, and I thought I recognised those voices. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to get straight back in the zone again, but that yeah. was quite nice to nice to spot them. Oh, that that that's it. That's it. So um, yeah. So I, I mean, as as I said, you know, I'm sure you're on, you're now on on cloud nine and trying to soak in the the performance and um and it's probably maybe a bit too early to say but have you looked back on the race and like kind of started to analyze your your race or is is you know has ross been doing any of that or is it just a case yeah. of why analyze it when it was perfect you know i just oh i don't think it was perfect it. i think <laughs> um but um yeah i'm sure i think ross has probably watched it back a few times yeah. um i've seen it once yeah um 
and then I kind of like it's a bit weird. I don't really like watching watching myself run, so yeah. I don't think I'll <laughs> I don't think I'll watch it again. <laughs> but um, yeah. I was just quite keen because you got no idea what's going on around you. It was quite funny to watch it back, and it didn't feel anything like it felt while I was yeah. in the race, which is it was just a bit of an odd experience watching it. But um, yeah, well, you've so, had uh, you've had quite a few celeb running celebrities, uh, you know, sort of give you the give you the, the well done, the congratulations on, <laughs> on social media. I see, uh, was it Jenny Meadows? It was like, there was only one Megan Keith. I got sent that one. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter, but <laughs> it looks like I've got a fan there. Jenny yeah, is we lovely. Need get, we need to get a collage for you and you can, so you don't have to create an account, eh? So. Oh, <laughs> round <laughs> yeah. them up. Yeah. Is there anyone like you've, you've heard that have noted your performance? I'm sure there's probably like, you know, like folk like Paula Radcliffe and they'll, they'll it must, that must be quite a cool feeling to, you know, when these 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 sort of titles and you look back in the history books of who's won them and that must give you a lot of confidence for the future. Yeah, well. no, it is it is so exciting. I remember um because I think Jenny was on Jenny Meadows was on commentary this time on the BBC. Yeah. Um and I remember it was it must have been Paula Radcliffe in 2019 because I remember yeah. watching that one back and being so excited because she had said my name, <laughs> even though it was Man Keith is going very backwards through this field. But <laughs> <laughs> I remember that being like a box check that I'd had the I'd had yeah. the celebrity name check. <laughs> it's it crazy. <laughs> aye, aye. So you know, so you you kind of still hopefully you, you, that Clyde nine continues for a while and. One question I've got to ask is: Do you think it's uh, the North, you know, the North District cross countries that are the reason for your success as well? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they make us tough running yeah. them. The, the mud and the hills were nothing in yeah. Dublin. Uh, exactly. Run like exactly. yeah. rivers and <laughs> up mountains and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was I was going to certainly agree. You know, like the the cross country events up in the north, they're they're super tough, eh? They're like you know, they're not just around a park, so. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. So, what about you know now that you've 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 got that under your belt, just a just a, a casual Euro, Euro title. Um, what's what's next for Megan Keith? Um, trying out indoor racing. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, somehow I've been convinced to give it a go. I tried to get on the Emirates procession on Saturday, but it was actually um it was shut for competition so it's going to right. be my first first time ever on an indoor track oh yes I don't know it if it's three or 5k yet they'll be doing but it sounds like there's the option of either on like third of january in glasgow so um yes. that'll be a, a very interesting experience <laughs> I love it. Yeah, brilliant. so you need to get some elbow got elbow uh, pads so you've you know oh. bring your elbows up higher so that you can bash people out the way no, it looks uh, very intense <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i think i think you know the the 3k distance shouldn't be as bad the 1500s are you know that's a it's that that can be a little bit you know you, i'm sure you've watched them yourself but you're like geez oh you know folk have been flung about and things yeah. like that but. no it looks it looks crazy and the yeah. number of laps as well i don't think that's i didn't think there's anything more boring than an outdoor track <laughs> but apparently it could be indoor track so we'll In, see indoor doing 200 double oh. the laps eh? so <laughs> yeah brilliant oh well that's uh that's exciting and then you know looking into next year um are, are you still doing orienteering just now or are, are you What's... Not at not at the moment, but it's kind of up in the air. I'm yeah. named on the squad for next year, and then okay. um, after Ross and I have sat down and worked out what yeah. 
next year's goals will be. We'll see where it fits into yeah. it. But um, it must be, keep that door open. Yeah, good, good. It must be quite challenging because you're such a versatile athlete. You know, you've you've got a range of distances now, and and I'm sure you know you can you can you can run well on the track. You can run well on the cross country. You can. You can no doubt run well in the hills. It's uh, it it's it must be like what do I do? You know where 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 does my passion lie, or what's the best? Yeah. And obviously, orienteering as well. You know, you're such a talented orienteer as well. It's uh, yeah, you're 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 almost like it must be difficult to plan all those races. But you're you're, you're someone who who does a lot of racing anyway. Uh, you know, you're not someone who just does a couple of runs races a year. You know, you're is that going to be the same next year do you think do you think you'll just yeah um i don't know i don't know if this is just kind of post lockdown excitement that yeah. <laughs> all the races are on so you may as well do all of them or whether that's kind of what we're what we're going for so i will need to ask ross <laughs> oh yeah exactly yeah let's 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 not um let's not discuss that anymore let's get ross we need to get ross on the show actually yeah oh yeah, yeah. oh i think yeah. that could be a long episode there <laughs> <laughs> we go we'll make sure i've spent i've got the kids to bed before before we yes, do it. exactly there'll be a lot of chatting <laughs> brilliant well megan on behalf of myself um and the trs gang uh congratulations again and uh yeah, I hope you managed to get uh, a you know a, a sly drink or two uh, during the festive season, and and I'm sure you'll 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 do amazingly well next year as well. So, yeah, thanks for coming on the show again, and uh, yeah, and, and you're you still are a TRS Runner of the Year from last year. You're the reigning. You've got two titles, two amazing titles under your belt now. So, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, if anyone wants to like obviously follow your progress, what's the best way of of you know seeing how you just just uh well just just google just google your name and it'll come up in all the all the newspapers now you know (laughs) Fraser Klein likes a good article (laughs) so that could be the way to go no I am on I'm on Instagram I'm trying to get better at it but um (laughs) that's about that's about as far as I go at the moment ah that's yeah well brilliant well yeah have a look folks um but yeah well done again and thanks again for coming on the show Oh, thank you. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us, Megan. Of course, uh, the current defending TRS run of the year. So uh, adding the European under 20, under 20 title to your, to your, uh, your palm race. Did you see, did you watch the race, Kyle? What a race I you ran. Well, I, I was organising the, the Santa run for the... It was a fundraising event for Athletics Trust Scotland. Um, and uh, and I had to watch it afterwards. But, oh, boy, oh, boy. It was just... What? I, thought, I thought she'd gone out. I thought... I was so I was so impressed with how gutsy she was in the first half. Of it, but I, I worried that she might have gone to... She might, might have tried to push the race on a bit too much herself early on. You'll hear all about it. You'll hear because I asked that same question. Um, okay. You know, like, you know, what was your strategy? You know, yeah. So there you go, Tommy. You, you, nice. You, uh, you, you listen to that interview when when it goes live, and hopefully your question will be answered for you. Very good. That no, that'd be cool because I think the it was just. I mean, maybe we'll stay on the Euros for a minute because I was. It was uh It was just brilliant. I mean, Charlie Hicks, that um, English lad, British lad, well, British. Uh, he's Amer- He's in America these days. He he had a, a fant- an incredible win in the under twenty three men. Brilliant to see him. 
the women, the really, I mean, you know me, I, I love, I think the really format is, is superb. And it was the British team, that, I mean, to win that with, uh, and what a, run, what a run Alex Bell on third leg to come really just turn the race on his head was amazing. Um, it was a little, I, I don't know, we didn't see much from, I thought Bucci might have gone a bit better in the men's race. But what was cool in the men's race, obviously Jakob and Gabritsen were big fans of his on here. But um, on a French side, I've been really impressed following Jimmy Grissier in the French uh, uh, national champs and whatnot in the last couple of months. And it was really cool. I didn't know if he was all hype or whether he was actually at that level, but it was very cool to see him really mix it up a bit. And he's he's a class act. And it's, I think the sport needs more guys like that, like a real character to the real character and um, a personality to the sport. You know, and I think that is... It's really, even just with its finish line antics and stuff, it's really, it brings a bit of banter, which is cool. So that was cool. And then, yeah, just in the, the women's race as well, we could see Jess Judge having a strong run there. And uh, it was just amazing. And I, I really, I mean, Athletics Ireland did a great job. It looked, a bit, it looked just a yeah. classic cross-country yeah. course. Um, and yeah, I think uh, it was one of those days I thought, I said to Phil, I was like, I wish we were over there. That's like, I would just, to go and spectate, it'd be amazing. Um the Eurocross, it's always that time here. It's always something I think that would be an ace weekend to go and watch the Eurocross on the oh. side of the course in in kilts with a British jacket on top would be absolute <laughs> in, banter. In shorts. In tar- well, cool. yeah, it would be just banter. And I, I think uh, I think the East Kilbride guys have been over there in the past, and they're uh, they're a class act. And I think yeah. I remember, yeah, I mean that's. I wonder when is it the World Cross next year? When's the next World Cross? The World Cross. Yeah, uh, yeah, it would be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, cross, slow cross. Was it not? I think it might have. Was it one in 2019? I think it was one before the. Um, here we go, here we go. 30, 40, 2023. Next, oh, it's in Australia. Dang. Oh, Bathurst, Australia. That's, that's oh, that'd be like weird. a road race. <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, the last one was in Denmark, of course, uh, when they ran on the roof. That was incredible. Uganda before that. The um, yeah, I mean, anyway, that's it's just a, these are just I just love watching these races. I think that they um, they're just it's just it's just brilliant. Um, yeah, Eurocross 2022 Munich. Oh, Munich, oh. Munich, interesting. That's uh, that'd be a wild night. Quite, that would be a wild night. That'd be that'd be banter, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that's uh, these are these are all cool, um, cool things to watch. So, anyway, yeah, anyway, well, yeah, thank you again for coming on, Megan. Excellent, uh. Excellent to get to get you on. Yeah. So well let's let's chat about quickly some of the highlights of, of cross country locally. Um so we had you know you were mentioning about the East District Cross Country Championships. Uh have you got the the results there? I don't see I don't, there. but you're, I'm gonna try them I'm gonna try off the top of my head. So it was a I won a super easy win for Morag McClarty in the East District women. Morag McClarty, she's Nick called McClarty. Morag Miller, sorry, oh, God, that's a blast in the past. Morag Miller. Years ago. Yeah, God, I that's why I need to have a set results in front of me. So yeah, Morag was I think I'm from memory, Morag absolutely crushed that uh, from the front. On the men's side, East Districts. Who was the one of these districts men's? Was it Andy, Jamie Crow? Jamie Crow? Oh, Jamie? Is Jamie the winner? No, he would have been preparing for the Euros. It wouldn't have been Jamie. It would have been. Is it not Andy? Be- no. No, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm going to guess. This is so bad. This is really bad. Well, let's just get the results rather than do it from memory. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm frantically trying to look for them now. Right? <laughs> uh, I'll get it now. But yeah, so for, and I was really, that's really cool for Morag because she's, um, 
yes, she had a bit she, of it, some injury issues this year and whatnot. So very cool. And also it just shows the class she is that she really just took that race by. I mean, it was there was no contest. That's the you know, just really uh a really dominant win. Right, here we go. East District, cross country in Sterling. That was it, it was in Sterling. Yeah. So uh so I've, got, I've Scott, got some standout. Scott Sterling. Before. Scott Sterling for the win. 29.02, Max McNeil, so Scott being Falkirk, um, Max McNeil, Lothian in 29.14, second place and third place, uh, Alexander Chaplin, uh, yeah, Sasha in 29.18, third place, Burkarnethi. Um, let's go to four, let's go all the way to fifth because James Donald, who were a fan of 29.21 in fourth place and fifth place, the man who's always there, our favourite, Ali Hay, keeping it real for the V35s. <laughs> In fifth place. Mon the V thirty fives. Mon the V thirty fives indeed. Uh I've got the women's have you got them? Yeah, V thirty six. The West ones. I've got the well let I'll I'll finish let me finish the the East District then. Morag for the win, as we said, thirty two fifty, of course, from Central. Naomi Lang, um Aberdeen and Edinburgh Uni, uh second place, thirty three forty one. I think she was wearing a Harry's vest that day. And then Lauren Wilson, Edinburgh C third in 33.59. Sarah Tate, last weighed, uh, 34.12 and fourth. And in fifth was Glasgow Uni Heron Hounds, Kirsty Dixon, 34.29, who I think is a listener as well. So well done, Kirsty. Well done, Kirsty. Brilliant. So we had we also had the West District Cross Country Championships as well. And the win for the women was Finola Ross. Uh, she won it by a fairly large margin. And... Uh, Silver medal was Kat McDonald, the Belly Houston Roadrunners. And uh, your bronze was Gillian Black of uh, VP Glasgow. In your your male side, you had your man, Lachlan Oates. Again, coming, he's, he's in stellar form. That's a great run from Lachlan. Brilliant, brilliant run from him. Uh, and um, Fraser Stewart was second place. Campbell Slang athlete. Um, sorry, he was in third. Second place was Johnny Glenn of Inverclyde AC, who's also been on the show. And third place was Fraser Stewart from Campus Lang Harrier. So well done to, to Fraser and Johnny as well. And your V, so I was just going to mention a couple of veterans who were running. I think um, Stephen Wiley ended up having a good run for the veteran. Uh, I don't know if he won the V50, he might have. Um, but also, I was going to mention in the East District side, our Metro man James Toll. Jim Toll, yeah, winning the the veteran prize. He's flying at the moment. Holy he is holy. absolutely shifting at the minute. Yeah, really yeah, impressive. He was, I think he was the first Metro home too. So you know, he was yeah. Uh, give give the young whippersnappers a a good pair of clean heels, no doubt. So well done to to James there. And uh, the North District Championships as well was taking place in Gordonston, which uh, is one of the first places I ever ran. When I'll I was, tell you uh, what, the, the, North, the North District, the Max Abinetti for the win, that is a hell of a, a, I mean, a great result for Max. He's just, you know, I remember when he was not so long ago, just a young phrasable loon. Now he's, I mean, he's still under 23, but 25-40 for the win, edging out Kenny Wilson, 25.57, of course, of Murray. And third place, Finlay Wild, 26.08. Finlay, another 3.35 hero. Lochaber AC, we all know Finlay. That is a hell of a result from Max. Really impressive. I, yeah. I, I was quite impressed by Finlay Wild's um, race uh, as well, you know, because he's a hill runner. I, I mean, you know, he wasn't that far behind these guys. And, you know, Finlay's yeah. 
I've always known Finley just be so strong, but not, you know, no disrespect. I just didn't think he had the pace on the flat that he does. I mean, okay, cross country is hilly, but I, I thought for Finley to be so close to Kenny and Max just shows how versatile Finley is when it comes mm-hmm. to not just hill running. So yeah, I was I was impressed by his his result as well. Um, the women's champion was uh, Katrina Fraser-Lennox of Inverness Harriers and second place was Kirsty Rogan of Highland Hill Runners and third was Sarah Atwood of Sky and LaCalche. You got the bronze, so well done. That's yeah, your right. yeah, top results from the north. It makes me very sad not to be pulling on some... Uh, some, some uh... Some tartan oh, yeah. shorts at a, a cross country race, but I've just, I've actually, um, I was distracted by my phone there because I've just been uh, in the Team Langland WhatsApp. I'm all signed up for the uh, Championnat Departemental de Cross Country FFA for Haute de Seine, which is in Clamart on the 16th of January. So I need to get the well, knee, sword. Get that so knee I can, sword. I can line up there at uh, French Cross Country. That'd be banter. With a pair of TRS shorts. Oh. Oh, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, those shorts getting dirty and into the mud. So the question is, Cal, are there any other results that, I mean, we're not going to go through listeners all, everything that's happened in the last six weeks. Uh, we don't have the time. You're not interested either. But is there anything, anything that's, um, that's jumped out? I know there was, um, there's a few big races in England. There was like Telford 10K. I'm not aware of any super quick Scottish results there. Indoors started a wee bit. Uh, anything, anything that jumps to your mind? I didn't really mention who ran the dive away 50k. So, Jesus <laughs> well, Christ, listen to him flogging his own words. Right, go ahead. You've got a minute. Give us do, the name only. Do you know what? Like, I did say to them that you get a mention in TRS. So, you know, I feel like I, 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 owe, it, I owe it to the winners uh, or the top three of each of the races to get a mention. So, your winner was your man, uh, Alan Christie again, who uh, he's a V40. He doesn't look like he's 40. I'm going to say that now. He was also in the Metro uh, winning team at the, uh, the East bronze medaling so, team at the East District. Yeah. There you go. You know, it just shows that you can go from cross country to ultra and not just specialise in one. He's a versatile lad, that's for sure. You and Rennie, who's a listener of the show, uh, Lovian RC was in second place. So good, good run from you and good to meet you. Graham B, third place as well in Vanessa Harriers. Um, so good run from, from Graham as well. And your... Uh, your winning female was Nicola McDonald, who actually was sixth overall in the event. So brilliant result from her. And uh, and your second place was Emma Murray. And uh, your third place was Leslie Hansen as well, who used to be a, four, a really good 400 meter runner. And now she's doing ultras. So there you go, folks. Nice. 400 meter runners listening just now. Fancy stepping up the distance. <laughs> this time's up by many... Many, uh, many tens. Do you know what? Someone, a friend of mine, uh, this you can imagine this. You probably you'll you'll be delighted by this. But this irked me. Some a friend of mine I know uh, said, "Yeah, you host a podcast about ultra running, don't you?" Oh, really? And I was like, "No, nah. <laughs> no, we don't." I was like, "Nah, nah. This is I was like, that. Although it was a it was a warning bell to me going. That must mean we, we speak about ultra running. I'm like, this is 2022. We're going to be getting 100 meters. 
400 meters. We're going, we're going to balance it out, even though it was some trash we, do, stuff. We, we do, we, we do. I know we do. Out, eh? We're like, because we don't want to just be exclusive, you know, we want to be inclusive distance running, you know. So, and, and yeah, I mean, there's many podcasts, a lot of podcasts are ultra running podcasts now. So, you know, we there's don't... a lot of podcasts about running. I saw something on Facebook, I saw something on Instagram the other day. It was like a, a checklist of a runner. It's like, I mean, it was like, are you a runner until you've hosted a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like okay check <laughs> like have you like have you dodged uh was it things like have you have you missed a friend's have you missed like some friend's party because you've got a race like the next day <laughs> check. check you need to get you need to find that that'll be yeah. one of the, the the surveys we do so let's let's link that survey of those questions into the the most the the, the thing the basically what you guys have been waiting for now what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna make we're gonna make this juicy, folks. We're gonna make this really really juicy. That we are gonna do the TRS awards awards night uh, at the end of the year. Tom and I, since Tommy boys back, we're gonna yeah. sit down in person, real time, live, and we're gonna have some beers and we're gonna announce the TRS runner of the year. Now we've got a couple of awards, um, but what we want, folks, is. Uh, is we want some engagement and the more you, in, the basically we're going to give a pair of tartan running shorts to the winner uh, at random so not the, <laughs> the, not the win not the winner of the TRS run of the no, year no. who will probably get one for sure <laughs> yeah so if you if you submit your um your your vote uh we'll we'll put in a random hat a random hat Christ almighty I've had two beers put it into a we'll put it into a Chewbacca hat a Chewbacca hat will with raffle tickets, we'll we'll shake them about and we'll pick uh we'll pick the winner of the tartan running shorts because we do, funnily enough, have very, you know we've got a few pairs left. Um, Tom and I are discussing what we do with them. I, I, we understand that there's been quite a lot of people asking about you know when's the next batch of shorts. Now I need my my fingers need a rest. You know all that cell taping. All yes. those licking of envelopes, envelopes and stuff. I hope no one's got COVID. I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm only joking. They were self-adhesive. You're only uh, joking. He hopes you do have COVID. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, there you go. So we're going to announce the TRS Run of the Year awards. Now we're going to, um, we're going to shortlist them because that's our part, and you guys are going to decide who the winners are going to be. Now, but I, we... I think Kyle, I so we I think we should brainstorm this la- on the on air right now. I wow. think we should this go is a fag packet job. Come on, no, but I think it. we should no. I think we should do it like sports personality. We should have we. There's going to be the multiple categories, but we should. I think we need to just choose some categories. But the TRS run of the year should be a vote because I think if you ask someone like ultra run of the year is one category. I mean, I only know about some of the people, the ultra runners, because of, because of TRS. I, th- I suspect some of our, like the Masters Athlete of the Year, I think, I think, I, I think we should, there's some, we should be, we should have the right just to say, okay, that as TRS hosts, that we're making that call. But for TRS run of the year, okay, that, so should be a, that should be a public vote. Right. I'm happy with that. That sounds good to me. Because otherwise you're going to get in, I think otherwise you're, there's a risk of the, of the voting becoming like, Oh, why did I not? Why is such and such? Well, not on? exactly. I think we should, and we can, we can, te- we can talk about on the show of who we, who was, who was considered for it. But I yeah. think it will be. I think we're opening ourselves up to a, 
I think it would be cleaner just to that we focus the listeners. We're asking you to vote for TRS Run of the Year. Like Simple. It. And then off that list, Kyle is going to pull a random name for the shorts. Yeah. There you go. Or, or Tom will pull the name. Depends how. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, whoever, one of us will pull the name. how drunk we are at that point. Who can I, read I, it? And what? So what are we going to? So you, you, Kyle, you say you're going to do the form. So what do we? I guess the listeners don't need to nominate anyone. We just we have a we'll have a predefined shortlist. We'll have a predefined shortlist, um, but uh, for those categories, but then for the TRS run of the year, it'll just be a it'll just be a blank box. You type in the name that you feel is uh, most deserved of the TRS run of the year. How's that sound? That sounds so, epic. so basically, we have to decide who, who's in the, those categories, Tom. Okay, so let's. It's Monday now, so we record Monday, Tuesday, what sometime to start of next week. We've got so in the by let's say by if we can, we'll agree our list. So Wednesday, Thursday, listeners, you can of this yeah. week, basically yeah. by Christmas, you can expect yeah. to see it. <laughs> yeah, you might next year, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you one thing, actually. This is this is we're on the subject of Masters Athlete of the Year. I'm I'm gonna I, I probably will throw him into consideration. Although I think he won't get it because he definitely doesn't listen and be well with his other better performers. But um, Valencia, so Momo, right? Oh, Momo. You know oh, Momo, man, Momo. He's a he's he's so, um, he's an honorary Scott. Listeners who listeners who not new who are aware of Momo, my uh, clubmate at uh, Team Langland. Do you know what he ran in Valencia? He was first home from the club, by the way. 56 years old. To, oh, I think I know this. I think he, 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 we shared it, didn't we? 227. We did. 226. 226. 226. Animal. Negative split. He's 20 years older than us. And he could, uh, I, would, I could, in fact, amazing. in 20 years time, if I'm running a 226, I'll eat my hand. If he spoke on it, sadly, he doesn't speak English. Otherwise, I would definitely get him on because he's interesting. You're not just training. <laughs> You're not training him. <laughs> Mate, do you have any idea? I, my French, I did my end of year French test today. And actually, that was another thing, listeners, why we didn't record. Because one week I was on a French immersion, which this is it. As a runner, this is another thing as a runner. Sent to this thing. It'll be great. You've got a week of French, pure immersion, speaking French all week, Friday to Monday. The course started at 8 a.m. And it finished at 10 p.m. My first question, when, when am I running? And they said, uh, you can exercise beforehand. This house was in the middle of nowhere. In the, and it was like winter. So I had to, anyway, so it was, like, it was head torch running. It was fine. But thank goodness I, my knee didn't hold up. wasn't asking for a session. Um, anyway, I digress a bit. But Momo, I listened to a podcast called La Route, which is a French running podcast. And I listened to it yesterday because he was on it. Um, what was it? And his story is amazing. He he started he started at thirty one running. Can you not? Okay, we must. He must be able to speak English. He doesn't, Kyle. Honestly, not, not a word. To the extent, occasionally, I'll throw something in English in the club WhatsApp group, and people always take the piss out of him, saying, "Momo, can you translate that, please?" <laughs> I, I say he must. I mean, that's uh, that's awful. What's that is British arrogance, actually, it which I've realised. To say that, but, honestly. Um, it's yeah. a, I've been quite surprised. I mean, the young guys at the club speak English, but it's a, it's really quite eye-opening to me in, in France how you just, it's that assumption, oh yeah, people speak English. Yeah. I Not know. often it's, they it's, don't. It's, 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 uh, it, I'm, I'm the same, you know, I'm, I, I, I do, when I go, into, go to France, I like to speak French. I'm crap at it, like, but, you know, you I know, mean, I, I can't speak English at the best of times anyway. So, my uh, thing is, I th- my French has come onto a good standard, but here's an example. Last uh, two weeks ago, I wanted to get, or no, three weeks ago, I was looking to get a new pair of running shoes. 
went to a local running shop, went in. The guy who owns the shop, uh, he was he didn't speak any English. The sort of slightly older guy, not a single word of English. So I thought it's okay, I can manage it. So I was looking to I, the reason I wanted to go into the shop was a to support a local business, but b because I also wanted to try a new shoe. I've been running the solar boost for a year. I thought I'll maybe try something else. Solar glide, sorry. So I look. I was. I wanted to try the Nova Blast. So I said to him in French. I thought I'd like to try the Nova Blast in a EU size forty-four and two-thirds. Okay, no problem. He comes back out and he said he asked me a question, which I thought he. I could. I didn't actually know what he meant. So I took a stab in the dark, thinking he must have said like you're a or something. I was like, yeah, neutral, fine. He comes out with a Mizuno Wave Rider. I'm like, right. So I'm like, okay, I, I, this is probably my mistake. So I, I'm trying. So I think I'll, I'll lace them up. I do like the usual. I, uh, okay, I'll, I'll humor him. I'll put them on. Next, he's speaking to me in French. Next time I'm on the treadmill, this pair of Mizuno Wave Riders, which I don't want to buy. <laughs> so I said, they're fine. I took them off and I said to him, okay, uh, not really. I'm too tight. Have you got an uh, Asics Wave Rider? Asics uh, Nova Blast? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. He goes away. He comes back. Next thing I'm in a pair of Hoka Mac 4s. And I'm like, <laughs> Saying to him in French, no, I'm looking for this shoe again. <laughs> and the classic thing, he asked me something in the, he asked me a question and I sort of said, we, oui. <laughs> so he comes back out another shoe. <laughs> anyway, sh- anyway, you, you, just an example of like, it's even in this, I thought I know running and my French is okay, I can get by. No, I think partly the guy was, I was, he, I was clearly being an idiot. He a shoe that he, he, he never had. But then I did that really awkward. Give you, use this, have this one. This is Please buy a shoe. I think that's what he's doing. But then I did that really awkward thing that you do in a running shop where I've tried on three pairs of shoes. I'm not buying them. So I'm like, so I was like, uh, okay, I'll buy a pair of gloves. <laughs> you know, just that awkward, like, I don't want to just leave here without wasting the guy's time. Straight, but the sad thing is I go straight on the internet to buy a pair of shoes after that. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, sad times. But anyway, so Momo, oh, start running at 31. Uh, first marathon, it's 13 months after he started running, 2.34. Got all the way down to 2.22, and he's now... 2.22? Wow. Yeah. When, how, when was he... How old was he when he ran 2.22? 48. 48? Yeah. Hope yeah. for us yet. There's hope for us yet. I mean, you've already... You've got incredible accolades already. There's, but certainly, in terms of times, there's still hope for us. There's hope. Well, here's hoping then. That was we are where as as I'm sure some of you know we've both celebrated our birthdays this this week mm-hmm. last week. Uh, thank you for the wishes, everyone. Yeah, thank you very much, and we're well into our veteran category now. Although I, I still don't class we thirty five as no, a master. I don't either. When you're, you're you're only a master when you get to forty, or not even at Momo's age at fifty six. So exactly. I Talking about great. masters, like the final bit of news I want to say. I know we we we've, we could cover so much just now, um, but it's just there's so much to to talk about. Um, the your man, where is he? Holy, where is he going? Uh, I I don't really know much about him. Um, this he's a Scott Paul. Is it Paul? I've lost my. I've lost my news article. I don't even know where it's gone. Hold on. It's a guy called Paul. <laughs> Do you know how you don't Paul. <laughs> okay. He, he broke the 800-meter world record and he's 60, 65? Paul Ford? I saw that and saw that and saw Scottish Athletics. Actually, they, they were tweeting about it. But there's no... I thought there was an article about it. Let me see. I'll find it. Uh... 
Great, yeah. Anyway, so well done, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, Paul, we do want to get you on the this show. Is, well, the thing is, Paul, you're you're obviously shortlisted already for the um the Masters Athlete of the Year. <laughs> but we don't know surname. But he was like he was a Commonwealth Games athlete as well. Is this is this is this result being uh, yeah, sure? uh, Paul, yeah, I'm right. I'm right. His name is Paul, and his name's Paul Forbes. So basically, Paul Forbes, okay. Yeah, uh, he 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 was he was in the Commonwealth Games for Team Scotland in 30, in Edinburgh and 35 years ago, and he's still running to this day. He just got a world best in the M65 category of 215.30, uh, which is phenomenal. To imagine that, you know, you're. 35 years, you're in your prime and you're still breaking world records 35 years later. It's phenomenal. Um, so he's an Edinburgh AC guy. Uh, but I mean, maybe it's ignorant of me to not know who Paul is, but I don't. So apologies. If, uh, but I, you know, I certainly know him now and I think his story would be really interesting to... But to, to be fair to you... Longevity. To be fair to you, Kyle, name two Scottish 800-metre athletes at the senior level. Uh, Stephen Mackay, he's not an 800 meter athlete. <laughs> Mark, come Trump. on, he's retired. Uh, oh, 800 meters, Guy Learmore. We've got, um, sorry, my head was gone. Yeah, so we got Miles Edwards, <laughs> Lauren Muir. Are you meaning like the Scottish guys are just like top well, level? No, I'm, I'm just trying, I'm, I'm, I'm just sort of demonstrating the uh, the fact that we're. That although we're we're not that uh, we're not following that closely the old uh, track and field, yeah, which which we would love to, um, but there's just so many things to to, to capture. Um, exactly. I mean, Guy Learmouth's on the hundred meter runner that we come to mind, pure eight eight hundred. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, well, well done, Paul Paul Forbes. I'm just I'm, I think it's a great achievement. It's good that Scottish athletes are sharing. I'm just saying, wouldn't beat yourself up for not following the mass <laughs> over 60s 800 meter scene. <laughs> oh, be really me. Well, um, but other than that, though, we are uh, yeah, we we are we're looking forward to having a little end of year celebration with you. And uh, thanks for standing by, and thanks for all the fun times we've. You, you've had with us uh, and yeah we're hopefully going to make next year a bigger and better podcast and uh, certainly more engaging as well so especially with all you guys in your, your tartan running shorts as well so um, the the final thing I wanted to just finish off with is um, we're, we're going to dedicate this episode to Marie Dobson who I'm sure some of you remember I took part in uh, her fundraising event run for Marie uh, at the end of last year. Unfortunately, she uh, sadly passed away with cancer at the age of 34 years old with secondary breast cancer, um, which is huge for me. Uh, I was, uh, I've, and many other listeners, no doubt, absolutely gutted for, for Marie. She battled so hard until the end. Um, she got some treatment, uh, which sadly didn't didn't work out um so it was yeah it was quite quite sudden um i think she died peacefully uh and yeah really yeah just she's left a huge legacy in in her memory um which i'm sure will will, will certainly last for many many decades and yeah uh, her funerals this wednesday 
Um, and we're going to try and get this episode out. But yeah, if anyone does know Marie, um, it, there's we'll we'll send the link and the details over. Uh, but yeah, it's at Crathis, and it's um, everyone has to wear you know like bright colours and things like that to celebrate her life. So. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to dedicate this episode to Marie Dobson for all the things that she's done and she's left it, you know, just she's has inspired many people. So on that note, listeners, if you'd like to get in touch with us, um, you know the the our, our best bet is on email, tartanrunningshorts.gmail.com, Instagram at tartanrunningshorts or Twitter at tartanshorts. And um, stay tuned for the run of the TRS Awards post and we will speak to you next week. And enjoy your Christmas, folks. Have a great Christmas. And, of course, uh, yeah. Yeah, I hope you get out for a wee, a wee mince pie or, you know, a wee, are you doing the mince pie relays or whatever they're called? The, the Metro mince pie relays? Is that what are they? Uh, no, the Met- Metro is the Metro is the Christmas relays. It's uh, the sort of secret sun thing. I won't be there. No, we're heading down, we're heading down to visit some family. Oh, of course you are. Well, um, so well, no, I'm going to be doing Park Run, though. Christmas Day, Park of course. Run. Good. I'm going to. I'm doing the twelve days of Christmas workout. That's uh, so. I've given most of the the athletes I, I coach. Um, so you do twelve hundred meters, the minute and a half recovery of each of them. Twelve hundred, eleven hundred, one kilometer, nine, eight, seven, cool. six, four, three, two, one. Boom! There you go, folks. There's a wee a wee session for you before Christmas. Nice. Here's a point I was thinking. Just again on the subject of rambling. Obviously, it was our birthdays last week. I didn't. I expect you to do like a 36k for 36. I know you like to do those sort of things. I did. I did. I did 36 times, 36 seconds, uh, every minute, 36 of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. <laughs> no, it was fucking hard. It was so hard. Yeah, this is the problem you like, don't put your training on Strava and you must have had your watch on for that because you had to time I did, 36 I, I, I did have my watch on for that one. Is it not on Strava? That one I must know. be on Strava. It's if it's not on Strava, then that suggests to me that you've got your privacy settings on and you're just unlocking the ones you want to see, <laughs> which is exactly what I suspect is the case. <laughs> no, I definitely put it on. Oh, no. Hold on. Is that it? Eh... Uh, Right, well, I'll, I'll, I've definitely done it because I, I, oh no, isn't that? Oh, well, it isn't. I can tell you, I can guarantee. You, I, haven't been, I haven't put my strap in private because I don't care. I don't care what people think if I run a an, a ten minute mile or a five minute mile. But I, 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 promise. I my main interest in seeing Kyle Strava is it's great prep material for the podcast. So I can actually, I can make, uh, I can either wind him up at his training or congratulate him on his training. And when, and when I see in the last two weeks, there's been one run, which was a hell race, <laughs> which I'm very impressed by. But I, as we talk, I'm giving you kudos on it. But that's, uh, the, yeah. Did you see my pace of 13 minute miles? <laughs> is that 13 minute miles? 13 minute so, miles. No, I mean, not for... not, I mean, you'll notice my gappy though is uh, is massive because my lapse time's huge because of uh, me waiting to find out where the hell what position I was in if I missed it. Missed oh, it. you mean the sorry the ultra? Yeah, I see. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I will. I'll go and find out why it's not uploaded to Strava. But it's uh, thirty six seconds every minute, thirty six times. So thirty six nice. minutes of of work. There you go. Very nice. 
<laughs> right, well, folks, sorry, we, we were meant to wrap this up about 10 minutes ago. So Yeah, this is a bit of a lengthy one. We can hope yeah. you got a long run planned or a long yeah. drive. With Maybe not with kids. If you've got kids, well, it's too late now at the end of the episode. <laughs> but if you put a car full of kids on the way to Christmas through this expletive-filled episode. Anyway, but yeah, as Carl says, have a great Christmas. Hi. Santa's good to you. Brings you a pair of uh, carbon-plated shoes. Here's uh, here's Santa Claus.